0: Good afternoon. Welcome to The Daily Take with your host, Johnny Phillips, on this Monday, May 11th, 2020, sharing with you my thoughts on current events. And today we're focusing on the rallies, not the pro-Trump rallies, not the pro-Republican rallies, but the pro-American rallies. The rallies that are taking place across this country in which people, ordinary people, are protesting the un-American policies being pushed by governments. Local government, state government, and yes, the national government. And the bottom line is that people's rights are being infringed upon. And it's not okay. And it's not a solution to just sit there and say, all we have to do is print money and give money to people and they'll be happy. And they'll just shut up and they'll take it. That's not going to happen. Because as we all know, as Elon Musk just revealed last week, if you don't make stuff, there is no stuff. If you don't make stuff, there is no stuff. And so a lot of people are obviously concerned and they, they have fears and they have anxieties and that they're in a little bit of a panic mode. And obviously when you're in a panic mode, you make bad decisions and you think crazy things sometimes. And part of this crazy thinking is people thinking that the government can just print money, give it out to people, have them shut up, have them live in a cage and everything's going to be okay. But we all know that can't happen. That's impossible. It's not sustainable to continue some of the policies that are being put in for, put that are being put forth financially but also on the civil liberty side these policies are unacceptable they're not sustainable you cannot lock people up in a cage and say shut up and stay home and quarantine yourself no there's small business owners out there there's people who are suffering and it's very fascinating to me because there's a there's a heck of a lot of empathy there's a heck of a lot of empathy for people who are obviously over 65 Interesting that's where all the money is in this country, but I won't go into that. There's a lot of empathy for people over 65, there's a lot of empathy for people with pre-existing conditions, but what about the empathy for the small business owner? What about the empathy for the people that are right now suffering because their child was abused by a sibling, or their child was abused by a spouse, or the fact that anxiety rates are up, depression rates are up, suicide rates are up, all of these things that are coming along with this crisis what about if you're a nurse or you're a doctor and you're laid off because you don't have work you're supposedly so necessary and you're supposedly so important you're supposed to be on the front line fighting this virus and yet we find out stories that nurses and doctors are being laid off why is that if we truly are at war when was the last time in World War two a doctor or a nurse was laid off on the front lines I don't think it existed I don't think it ever occurred so stop with this nonsense and I have sympathy obviously for any one who's putting themselves in harm's way but I have to say something to a nurse or a doctor out there that's your job that's why you signed up to be a nurse or you si- and you signed up to be a doctor you knew the risks that you were taking and you know the risks that you're taking now so don't expect extra sympathy from someone whose whose business has been destroyed whose families have been destroyed okay and expect that you're the hero of the day when in fact you're just doing your job And it's the same thing for first responders. It's the same thing for police officers, fire departments. When there's a big fire and there's a fire department that has to constantly fight fires, I don't call them heroes. I call them doing their job. When there's a teacher out there or any one of these public officials, right, Um, or even, not even a public, medical officials, anybody out there who's doing a job, you know your risks. And you know that there can be a time and there can be something that happens in the future. Something like war, something like famine, something like disease that can obviously affect your health. And part of living life is taking risks. Part of living life is understanding the fact that life is not fair. That death comes to all of us. And you can make a decision to die in your cage or get out of your cage and live. And you're going to die anyway. You're going to die either way in each situation. And so people have to look at this. Look, here's the bottom line. You have civil liberties, and the government is telling you right now that you don't have rights when you were born. That government gives you rights. And if there is a virus that comes along, and the government thinks it's necessary that your rights be suspended, they can suspend them because, after all, they were the ones who gave them to you. This is the type of approach that they are taking, and a lot of people are tired of it. A lot of people are sick of the government just printing money while at the same time arresting a, arresting a mom who just wants to work at a hair salon to make a living and is told by a judge that she's being selfish for taking care of her family and supporting her community with her small business. Very easy to say coming from someone who gets government money and it will have a government pension and has never had to run a small business in his life, let alone any small business At all. It's very easy if you're a government worker out there to just sit back at home and watch your mainstream media and say suck it up to everybody else. It's very easy if you're over 65 and you get subsidized healthcare and you get a pension and you get social security to just sit there and tell everyone else suck it up. Well, you know what? I'm tired of sucking it up. I'm tired of the government saying to me that they are the ones that give me rights and that they have the authority to take those rights away. And not just am I sick and tired of this. Democrats, Republicans, Libertarians, white, black, Hispanic, Asian, gay, straight, doesn't matter. Everyone is speaking, everyone is upset, everyone is voicing their concerns, and it's very fascinating for me to watch as people continue to mischaracterize the people that are coming out and protesting the un-American policies being pushed by government. It is fascinating that everyone just thinks that these are just pro-Trump people, pro-Republican people, pro-I-hate-old-people people. Uh, uh, people who just wanna throw grandma and grandpa off the cliff. Well, what about that small business guy? You wanna throw him off the cliff? You think that's okay? And I love all the people coming out today that say, well, when we do open up restaurants, we're only gonna allow them to open up at 50% capacity. You really think these restaurants make billions of dollars, millions of dollars? You really think they can afford for the next year or so to stay afloat at only 50% capacity? These people who get pensions, who get salaries, with these jobs that have nothing to do with the market live in la-la land. They are detached from reality. They collect their paycheck most likely from tax revenue. And what they don't understand is that if you don't have these small businesses and you won't have business in general functioning at the same level, you will not have a, lot, a large tax base. If you do not have a large tax base, you do not have a lot of revenue. If you don't have a lot of revenue, you can't pay for the services such as Teachers, such as police officers, such as firefighters, and if you can't pay them, well, that means you, the teacher out there, sitting at home working from Zoom, won't get paid. And maybe you will. Maybe you will for a year. Maybe for two years. Maybe even if you're a retired person out there, you'll collect your pension. But you know what's going to happen? The price of everything is going up. That. $1000 a month pension that you love that 2000 3000 I don't know how much money you're getting that you think is so great well what happens when your cost of living skyrockets increases by four times the rate that your price of living is your cost of living is now what then what, what, what will you say then? Because it's coming. Because just printing money and suspending civil liberties is not going to be the solution. That is the solution that government is taking. That is the solution that a lot of people think is the best thing in America. But again, a lot of people are fat and happy. They're sitting at home, right? And they think that the government can do no wrong and that the mainstream media can do no wrong and that they have the best interest of the people at heart. And anyone who decides to criticize the mainstream view of what is taking place today is labeled a crazy man, a conspiracy theorist, someone who should be shut down from Facebook, someone who should be shut down from YouTube. This is the type of logic, this is the type of thinking that is going on today. We just obviously heard the YouTube creator, I'm sorry, not the creator, I believe she's the CEO, say that you know anyone who says anything contrary to the WHO Um, will be punished. Well, that's very interesting because wasn't it also the WHO that did not listen to Taiwan that bowed down and kissed the ring of China? Are we going to say that that was the appropriate response? Is this the type of America that you want to live in? This is what you have to ask. And you know, the fact is that my good friend Sean Clapp has said a great thing today in our weekly take. And he said that the bottom line is freedom is inconvenient. And if there's one message I want to leave with you today, it's that freedom is inconvenient. Okay. And so if you're looking for a fast, easy, cheap lifestyle, if you just think you can just sit back, collect your pension, collect your salary, government job, and expect everything to be okay. And that this is ultimately what you think is the best part about life. If you think that this is life worth living, well, then I suggest that you take another look at what is going on and really take a look at life in general. And the bottom line is, is that This type of thinking will lead you into a very, very dark place, a dark place that doesn't have an economy, a dark place that doesn't have neighbors to help you out, a dark place that doesn't have hugs and kisses to give, a dark place that is coming if you think that you can sit back and just do what's convenient. And just expect yourself to get your paycheck, to get your food, to get your housing, to get your vacation. And that everything is so easy and that it's coming to you. As Elon Musk said, if you don't make stuff, there is no stuff. And I have a message for a lot of people out there. I don't care if you're church leaders or I don't care if you are government leaders. I don't care if you're a government worker, a church worker. Whatever the case is, you don't realize the fact that you generally don't make stuff. You don't make stuff. This is something sad that a lot of people have to face. If you are a firefighter, you don't make stuff. If you are a police officer, you don't make stuff. If you are a teacher, you don't make stuff. If you're a priest, you don't make stuff. If you're a pastor, you don't make stuff. And you know what? I know what you probably wanna do. Keep everyone at a distance, socially distance, Put a mask on, right? Have places at 50% capacity. Have a labor force that's totally smashed okay, in the name of safety, because that's the right thing to do right now. Well, guess what? If you don't have a labor force, you don't have stuff. And if you don't have stuff, the only other option you have is to print money, okay, or to get it from some other country and run up a deficit, okay, because all you're doing then is pretty much borrowing something that you're eventually going to have to pay back. And so you ask yourself out there, if you don't make stuff, Where do you think this stuff is gonna come if you want these people in the labor force to stay at home, not work? tell farmers that there's no more demand for your products because we shut everything down. Go ahead. Have that conversation with that farmer. Have that conversation with somebody out there who's actually producing something unlike you, the teacher, unlike you, the fire department, unlike you, the police department, unlike you, the military. Yes, you're all necessary. Yes, we all love you. Yes, you provide an excellent, necessary service. But what you have to realize is that by you staying home and supporting the lockdown and acting like everything's going to be okay, it's not we need stuff and the way we get stuff is we produce stuff and if we don't produce stuff there is no stuff so think about that the next time you decide to look at those protesters out there and say go home suck it up think about it the next time you go to a grocery store and ask yourself who produced that what happens if we continue to tell those people to not produce where am I going to get my food where am I going to get my healthcare supplies these are all questions that you need to ask before you get up there on your pedestal and talk down to all the other people that want to open up business, open the economy up. They're not even Trump supporters. They're not even Republican supporters. A lot of these people are socially liberal. A lot of people just have businesses. They like business. They're in business. They might be Democrats. Who knows? They might have a little bit of a socialist... Yeah, a socialist and socialism in their blood who knows the bottom line is they have a business and it's being destroyed and they're not being helped And I have a message for government the next time that you tell someone that you'll be taken care of because we'll give you a loan Loans don't do anything loans. Okay given to a person Expect that person to pay it back now if you want to give that person money to meet their payroll and never expect that person to pay back That money, that's a different story, but that's not what they're offering. You always hear small business loans, student loans. That is money that eventually has to be paid back. And talking about paying things back, the biggest thing we're going to have to pay back is our debt. And when you're running up 25, 26, eventually it's going to be $27 trillion maybe by the end of the week. When you keep printing money and you keep going into debt, this type of lifestyle is not sustainable. So people have to wake up out there and understand that lives are at stake either way, whether we open the economy, whether we shut the economy, whether we decide to live in fear or whether we decide not to live in fear. There will always be risk in every decision that you make. And if you don't like that, then you know what? Don't get in a car. Don't go outside. Don't meet anyone. Don't hug. Don't kiss. Don't live life. Just sit there in your room until you die. Because quite frankly, that's your only other solution. And that's not a good solution. And that's not something I'm advocating, nor anyone else there should advocate. Here's the bottom line. You got to make a decision today, tomorrow, for the rest of the year. Do you want to live in a cage? Do you want to forfeit your spirit and your soul to live in a cage and be fed crumbs while everyone else, including yourself, witness the total dismantling of our economy and the total collapse of of the American experiment. And that is something that you're gonna to have to ask yourself. So after this is over, you look at yourself in the eye, you look yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, what kind of person, what kind of decisions are you going to make? And the next time you see a protester out there, think twice before you call them a deplorable who who holds on to their, and clings on to their Bibles and religion and their guns and all the other things that you talk down to. Because there's a heck of a lot more people who have a heck of a lot more things to say coming from a heck of a lot more worldviews than you think. And so with all that said, this is Johnny Phillips' Daily Take, And I'll be back tomorrow, Tuesday, May 12th, 2020 for my season, for my episode two.